This is Will and MJ on Triple M. Are we live? You took the words right out of my mouth. They're awake and they're on fire. This is Will and MJ. And Will, last week we struggled for content, let's be honest. There wasn't a whole heap around. Then we come in on Thursday morning. Which oh. is when we're recording, and there is a mountain of things to talk about. We've decided to get straight back into it. Yeah, content smorgasbord mm. this week. There is. And where should we start? You think we should start at the Osborne in Paran? I think we start at the Osborne. This article says South Yarra. It's on the mm. cusp. I'd say Paran. Yeah. Um, so there was an incident. It's been called a hazmat incident, which... What would your first reaction be if you, if you heard there's a hazmat incident at the, oh. at the Osborne? Oh, the rooftop bar <laughs> and hotel. Incident. It automatically makes me think of that white powder that people would put in envelopes. What was yeah. that called again? The... Oh, um, anthrax. Anthrax. I knew it started with A. <laughs> um, no, it wasn't an anthrax scare yeah. and it wasn't uh, a fire extinguisher that had been let off or something. That was my gut feel what when happened? I saw a hazmat incident. Mm-hmm. It was two-time premiership player Liam Baker of the, the Richmond, Richmond Football Tiger, Club. Yeah. He was capsicum sprayed by a female patron. So not a cop. At the nightclub. It wasn't, he, he wasn't protesting the yeah. US election results or something no. and he got <laughs> done wasn't. by the cops. Yeah. It was just a punter. Really? Now, it's all alleged and who knows? This Were these might, parties known to each other or? They might play these this recording in a criminal proceeding because we've defamed Paul Liam Baker. Now, you mentioned this was at the Osborne Will. You're not yeah. going to believe this. Now, we were running through it because yeah. I said, this happens uh, Sunday morning. And you said, oh, I was at the Osborne Saturday. I was at, at about five o'clock on Saturday afternoon. Yeah. But then it turns out it was Sunday morning. So, so you missed the Liam Baker capsicuming well, by guess, a matter of hours. Guess who I was with? Who? Tommy Brown. Tommy Brown. <laughs> Good mate of this show. Is he? Oh, he's probably the best friend of the yeah. show. He's he's been our guest more than anyone, I think. Maybe Rudy's up there, but yeah, Rudy or or, or Warney. Yeah. Um. So Tom Brown, Tom Brown missed, missed this incident. Scoop. Oh, he'd be. He could have been there because I left while he was still there. He yeah. might still have been there. Mm, oh no, no, Tom Brown would have reported on it this straight away. Was, oh yeah, <laughs> no, he would have, he would have got footage of it from his phone. So do people carry capsicum spray around these? That days? was an interesting uh, talking point that came out of it, and. Mm. It would be just about the last thing you would be expecting. You would expect a slap or a glass of water to the face before... And who knows, he may have deserved this capsicum. Oh, we are not going to dive into Mm. what happened, because at this stage, that's the only fact we have. Why is it called capsicum spray anyway? That's another question I was wondering. I thought it was pepper. It should be called... Because capsicum's the the most mild of the peppers. They don't, their seeds couldn't be less, less spicy. Spicy, yeah. So it looks like pepper and capsicum spray are the same thing. Okay, I found that the, the active ingredient in pepper spray is mm. capsaicin, which is derived from plants of the genus capsicum, including mm. chilies. So you can see how a capsicum and a chili so would not have the same... About- the same ancestor. Yeah, okay. So it's not like a capsicum in the sense of like ready, steady, cook. No, no, it's not. It's not the red, yellow. <laughs> no. Which another interesting fact about capsicums, you know, yeah. they're all the same thing, the red, the yellow, and the red, and the green. Yeah. They're just at different stages of ripeness. What? Yeah, it's the same. No, it's then, the exact what? same thing. If you left them for long enough on the on the vine or whatever. What, they just go through the traffic lights? <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> they absolutely do. That's not true. They're pull, pull, pull me up if that's incorrect, anyone listening. <laughs> if anyone can fact check that for us. Fact check that. Anyway. You know when you listen to like a podcast from the BBC or something like that, yeah. they have fact checkers? We yeah. clearly don't, but I think that does need a bit of fact checking. They're different vegetables. No, no, it's the same thing. So um, best wow. of luck, Liam Baker, and <laughs> wash, wash your eyes out. I'd be... 
did just, fine at training the next day. A mate of mine got capsicum sprayed, and this is a really? warning for anyone out there. Um, what did he do? Oh, he, oh it, was a, it happened when we were very young at a pub I was there. I didn't cop it. I got a bit of re- like residual capsicum Residual capsicum? From the police officers who were spraying it around. Oh, so it was cops. But yeah, so he uh, ended up in the cell, and because he didn't want his parents to know, we were only sort of 19, I ended up picking- But what was the- you don't want to go into the details. I don't want to go into much. details. Okay, but sure. I, I um I went and picked him up at about two a.m. Yeah. from the police station. It was all it was all nice. Everyone was very nice. He, he deserved to get arrested. Let's be honest. Yeah. And um took him back to my place. But if you have been caps- capsicum sprayed heavily in the face, yeah, just be careful when you have a shower after getting capsicum sprayed because he did that. Oh, and all the run. all the capsicum runs straight down to the oh. Down the body. Lower section of the body. Interesting. Causes, causes quite a bit of discomfort. So, so you're saying you should have a bath if you've yeah. been capsicum so, sprayed. Baker, I'm sure you've showered since Saturday, yep. but if you haven't, be careful. Will. Yes. Agenda topic number two. Yep. A list was released by Champion Data yesterday describing or picking out the players in the competition that they class as elite. Yep. Now, it's fair to say this has caused some pretty big controversy already it always does it pisses me off because the afl website the herald sun fox Mm. sports triple m sen everyone just piles in in. it just tumbles one after the other into the hole and like oh champion data for list, and everyone clicks on it Mm. and it's meaningless it's just garbage every year it's garbage and people get angry i'm getting angry at the people who are getting angry about this list now the key headlines from the list yep are that matt rowell was included after only three games i have an article here that says it features a five game minimum for the 2020 season oh well so i don't know if matt rowell was they just made oh well he had three standout games maybe but so he ranks people hmm Taking into account what position they play, how long they play in that position, and how much above or below the AFL average they perform yep. in that okay. specific role. So, a few of the things that stand out to me while looking at all 18 teams, Adelaide had nobody. Yeah, that's fair enough. Essendon had someone called Jay Ridley, who I've never Jordan heard of. Jordan Ridley. <laughs> he won their best and fairest. <laughs> never heard of him. You're kidding. <laughs> I don't watch Jeez, you don't watch games. other teams, do you? No, but here's, here's <laughs> the big headline for me. Yeah. Mason Cox, classed as elite. How does that happen? Now, Patrick Cripps didn't make it for Carlton. Yeah. Um, Scott Pendlebury didn't make it for Colling, but Mason Cox has made it. Now, he's tweeted about this already. I guess today. his specific position, mm. 200 centimetre plus <laughs> international recruits who have a basketball background. Yeah. He is a leader. He's a leader. Basketball and soccer <laughs> background. He is. In that particular. There are a few that fill area. the role of Tall Gumby better mm. than Mason Cox. Now, he's tweeted already today saying that he can only presume that height is part of the ranking system. It has to be. And that the algorithm must preference height. Yeah. Which but then ma- Caleb Daniel made That's what I was about oh, to say. Oh, so did I steal your thunder? <laughs> that's all right. No, well, if, if that's true for Mason Cox and height is a factor, then how good is Caleb Daniel? Yeah, so that's that list, Will. Can we just revisit Jordan Ridley? Mate, you're doing a a sports podcast. This is why we don't focus on field too much, because you haven't heard of a best and fairest winner who's in the All-Australian squad. Look, I haven't done this year's research yet. I'll I'll get to it. Yeah, you'll you'll catch up. That's good to know. Our (laughs) listeners will look forward to that. Before we move on, because the Lions had an AFL equal high of five players listed, including Daniel Rich, Mm. Harris Andrews, Lockie Neal, Hugh McCluggage. Yeah. And Jared Lyons. Jared Lyons. Your mate. mate. My mate, Jared. I'm not sure if we've told this on the podcast. No, I think a, we might have. He's a friend of a friend of mine. And <laughs> a couple of grand final weekends ago, 
um, my friend was staying at my joint. Yeah. And he had a couple of people around on like the Friday before the grand final. Yeah. I, I just live nearby the MCG, so it was just a bit convenient to have people around there and everyone's having a few beers. Yeah. And I was chatting to this bloke who was just sitting on my couch. Um, and I go, what do you do? He goes, <laughs> what do you do? I play football. And I go, oh, who for? Thinking oh, he's going to well, say like Nary yeah, Warren or maybe you're playing up in Shepparton. And he goes, I play for the Gold Coast. And I'm like, oh, the as Suns. In, as in the Gold as Coast? As in like Stuart Jew, <laughs> as in Gary Ablett, the Suns. And he's like, yeah. Oh, and do you know like, Carmichael? Yeah. <laughs> I had to be, I'm like, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, how I know that's you. That's how I know. I thought I recognized you. I'd absolutely you never seen him before in my you life. You wouldn't know anyone on no. the current list. <laughs> no. Now look at him go. He's, 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 he's the, ever since that our meeting, he is yeah. absolutely flying. Maybe Jared that was Lyon. the moment he yeah. went. Jeez, I need to play better footy. <laughs> My profile is so low. <laughs> this guy's got a football <laughs> podcast and doesn't know who he is. I'm sitting here ahead of grand final across from the MCG. <laughs> With a bloke who's grown up in Melbourne. I'm in my full kit. <laughs> he's literally handballing a footy to himself as he's talking to me. I need to win some more clearances. <laughs> well, egg on your face. Point. I know. Champion data rank him elite now. Elite now, of course. I'm, I take credit for that. Well done. Now, Will, you've been keeping a close eye on the Israel Folau situation. He seems to be back in the headlines a fair bit this week. Yeah, so he hasn't played in the NRL for a while. I can't quite remember when it last was. It would have been about 2009 or 10. So we're talking a decade ago. For the Broncos mm. since he played. And that's the code that made him famous. Yeah. Played for the Storm, then played for the Broncos. Switched to the GWS Giants in mm. AFL, then switched to Union, played for the Waratahs and the Wallabies for a bit. Yep. Got sacked mm-hmm. for an, uh, a controversial Instagram post, yep. which is still up, by the way, for he the people that argue freedom of speech. Are you kidding? He hasn't taken that down. No, no that's still there. Okay. His <laughs> um his Instagram account yeah. re- resembles like if you if you followed Hillsong or something on it's, Instagram. Oh, okay, it's just religious memes. Very, which preachy. isn't yeah, it's not my cup of tea. Just like a blue <laughs> sky with like a. a Bible scripture nah, quoted on it. That's not what I use I'll be right. for. Actually, I use it for just about the you opposite use it almost for the polar opposite. You're the people that that uh, that Izzy's targeting when he posts these things. <laughs> One might slip across my desk at some stage, but hasn't yet. So his post mm. is still up, mm-hmm. and uh, he went to the UK and France to play rugby league for a yep. bit. So that's where he's been. And then COVID sort of rattled it. And then... St. George Illawarra, the Dragons, the, Dragon. the white and red V mm-hmm. in the NRL, they made a very short attempt to sign Israel Folau. They just dipped their toe in the water. They just went, ah, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll have a chat to yeah, Israel. Right. Yeah. The backlash. Oh, people we're talking Margaret that. Court levels of backlash. Really? Okay. People, yeah. People weren't interested. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of, you know, media commenters and things but, like that came Saint, out. St. George would have... Stood by their initial thoughts their and decision, been really sort of upfront with where they're at with the situation. Or they not. they held an extraordinary general meeting. This is within Ooh, 24 okay. hours, and then yeah. on Wednesday night released, I think, the shortest statement I've ever seen in the history of professional Australian sport. Really, as, as short as Michael Jordan's? What was that? I think that was just I'm back. I'm back. Oh, that mm. was a good one. Yeah, no, it's a touch longer than that. We have provided the following update in relation to Israel Folau. While the Dragons did inquire about signing Folau, the club can confirm that such discussions have now ceased. The Dragons will make no further comment. <laughs> <laughs> so they've gone, we're going to sign Izzy. 
I don't yeah. think it's worth it. I don't, <laughs> look at our Twitter feed. It's just, yeah. Guys, <laughs> yeah. Look, I don't know if we're. Yeah. I don't know if this thirty-one-year-old is quite going to score yeah. enough tries for us to justify the poor this. social media person <laughs> at St George. And we've worked He's, in that role. Yeah, oh, the Jesus. moderating and hiding and deleting Ooh. of comments. Oh, it takes, it's relentless. It's a full-time job when, when, you, when you're the focus. Yeah, so if anyone's mm. relieved, I think there's the, a George Laura Dragon social media person. <laughs> Huge what, sigh of relief last as night. As soon as that statement came out, he yeah. went straight to the top shelf. Oh, he'd be happy. Oh, she. Oh, she. Now, MJ, mm-hmm. we've left this one until last yeah. because it's a difficult scenario we find ourselves in. It's been a tough week and we want to address all the topics that yep. we find interesting and want to talk about. Yep. This one is tough to talk about, I must we, admit. We don't leave any uncomfortable topic on the table. No. No stone unturned. Mm-hmm. It's been a really difficult week for Collingwood. It has been hugely difficult. And as a supporter, it just it's, yep. it's probably the toughest week I've had to sit through, to be honest. Absolutely. Mm. And somebody works in the media and, yeah. you know, you've, you've worn a lot of this over the journey. Colling- no, of course. Collingwood stories. And you know which one I'm referring to, of course. Of course. The Herald Sun's reporting of Nathan Buckley's relationship status this week That's has been it. absolutely awful. It has been relentless. It is. It's been an assault. I've got an article here from Fiona Byrne. Yep. In the Herald Sun. When you think of journalism. Now, this is the Herald Sun. They're used to people reporting. Yeah. Well, they're used to reporting on other people. It's yeah. about time someone held the mirror up, and that's what I'm about to do now. Yeah. You think, when you think of journalism, in order you go Woodward. Yeah. Bernstein. Burn. Burn. Daily Mail. Fiona Byrne. She's right up there. Yeah. Now, she has. Um, I'm not going to say, well, I might say the name. She's written an article linking Nathan Buckley, uh, to a model, a Melbourne model <laughs> called Sugar Possum. Her name is not Sugar Possum. That's her that Instagram That makes her sound name. like she works at Hollywood Show. Girl. No, that's her Instagram That's just name. her Instagram handle. Her name's Miss Pike. Sugar Possum. <laughs> we'll just, we'll call her Miss Possum from now. And she, look, and this is how good Bird is. She, she, she. <laughs> She technically is saying that it's not her linking Bucks to Sugar Possum. It's a Sydney newspaper. So she's distancing. Uh, This is how bad this report is. She's automatically distancing herself from the same article that she's writing. How about that? Okay. So she's, she, Collingwood Coach has been linked. Now. To sultry Melbourne stylist. Sugar Possum. interesting way of describing Mm. Sugar Possum. Yep. Go on. Now, this is the thing. Bucks, this isn't the first time Bucks has been in the gossip columns. Yeah. And do you know where they're getting the information from? Well, a Sydney newspaper. No, well, that Sydney newspaper, but also people who Bucks is following on Instagram. You keep going down yep. the article and it says Bucks has already been linked. They've omitting it by his private social media account to cosmetic nurse, blah, blah. So because, because Bucks yeah. mm. follows someone, yeah. is it a recent follow? How do you know if How it's do, recent I don't know. or not? But they're, just, they're going into his follow list. Yeah. Finding anyone who might be single or or whatever, and then reporting it in the paper as a thing. And this and this is the bit what I want to expose, Will. Yeah. These journalists, their KPIs are linked around how many clicks they get. Jeez, and this is clicks. And this is the kind of stuff. Where as soon as they put sugar possum in a headline, people <laughs> click it. I don't know if it's sugar possum leading the charge or if it's Buck's name. I'm not sure. <laughs> They're clicking in droves for Miss Sugar Possum. I, I, I've just realised that Miss Pike, who I named before, is not actually Sugar Possum. It's Miss Dietzy. Miss yeah, okay. Um, but how do we know Bucks just doesn't follow her because he loves her content creation and her I, stylist work? I follow. He, 
follow a lot of people on Instagram who I've never dated and will I'll sadly say never will. I could link yeah. you to thousands of <laughs> <laughs> Oh, MJ's got a new <laughs> flame. So that's what's yeah. happening with Bucks at the well, moment. Anyway, so. I particularly enjoy this headline from the Daily Mail, which goes, yeah. Rumour Mill goes into overdrive. You're the ones driving you're it. You're driving Don't it. tell us you're the rumour mill. mills. You know. you're, the, you're, you're the, discussing it amongst yourselves. You're the rats on the rumour mill, Daily Mail. <laughs> you started it. Are they the Sydney newspaper? Because they're based out of the UK, aren't they? They'd have yeah, a team. Who's the Sydney newspaper? They might. Talk? They might have a Sydney team. They might. Yeah. But um, Melbourne's most anyway. in-demand bachelor. The innuendo f- has reached fever pitch levels. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. Just, this sure. Kind of report. It's just tough being a Collingwood supporter. Will yeah. It? I um. I wonder if Bucks would just because the other interesting thing is <laughs> we covered this enough. No, 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 no. Bucks is, has a private account. Yes. So how many followers does he have? That's an interesting question because I imagine he's quite mm. secure about it. You think he'd have some sort of? Yeah. So. Nathan Buckley, we won't out his Instagram handle, although I found it publicly quite quickly. (laughs) And I know for a fact he's followed by Jamie Elliott and Hamish Blake, so it's actually him. Doesn't have a blue tick. 272 posts. I'd love to see them. Do you follow him? He doesn't look to me as someone who would post constantly to Instagram. I wouldn't have thought he would be that vain. No, I don't. Because I think 272 is a lot of posts for someone who's not... Yeah. Sugar possum. <laughs> I follow sugar possum now. But... Do you really? You flame? Um, but Bucks only has 231 followers. And obviously, if he was a private, uh, sorry, a non private public mm. account, he would have plenty more. Mm. But that's a surprisingly low number. And the thing is, you have to follow someone to be able to see all this data. So if it's 231 that he's approved, someone's ratted on so him. So can someone's ratted on him? Because you can't someone see who's to. following who. Someone's possumed on him. <laughs> Right, that's it for uh, yeah. uh, Will and MJ. We're back every Thursday. He's um, reportedly staying got in the the, an apartment that's in South Yarra. One. That's enough on Bucks. Near, near the Osborne. Get in, this is exactly what I didn't want to do, is get into the gossip pages. He's staying no, at the no, 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 with enough. a friend, a high-flying sports executive. Leave Bucks alone. Leave the Poss alone as well. Oh, the Brisbane this Bears is, we'll get be a shout-out in this Daily we'll Mail article. <laughs> we'll, be back nice. next, we'll be back next Thursday. What the Daily Mail bringing... Brisbane Bears up for? He was affectionately known as Bucks and played 20 games for the Brisbane Bears. What is that? That wouldn't be in your top 30 most important bits of information. If you're reading this for Sugar Possum, I reckon you're glazing past the (laughs) Brisbane Bears content. (laughs) The Bucks and Sugar Possum followers wouldn't really cross over. No. They do now. They do now. Anyway, that's the end of the show. If you want to get in touch, uh, Will and MJ on Facebook or Instagram. Instagram is probably the way to go. We're checking that quite regularly now. Oh, I'm checking. I'm replying on Facebook as well. Yeah. And we had um, our good friend, I think it was Adam. Yeah. He asked what happened to the deep dives. Oh, okay. We should do that. Oh, yeah. Now that I've got a bit of spare time, I might start making some calls and running some scripts and getting we'll, right we'll put together it. a nice podcast. There's a few that, stories. They're like, um, what happened to the Carlton Hovercraft? The Hovercraft is probably the first one. I we don't want to get in too many details in, tape, in case people steal them though. Yeah, so. yeah that's it. Yeah. <laughs> No, they're, they're, Should we get Sugar Possum on next week? I'd love to Does know. Does she do what, much media, Sugar Possum? She will now.